Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies, welcome back to week six now of this series of body, love, self-love, body acceptance, all the things. So we've been working through different areas all through these six weeks. So today we're going to talk about how creating, um, why it's important to create a lifestyle out of this once we decide why it is we want to be healthy and why we know that we deserve to do what we need to do to be healthy, not to look a certain way, but just to do what's best for us and uh, create that life, that lifestyle out of it. Not just, you know, the yo-yo up and down all over trying new things, right? Sustainability. Let's, let's create that. (laughs) Yeah. Sustainability. It's uh, (laughs) one of those terms when I heard it, I was like, oh, that just sounds like, I don't know, it's long and it's fancy and it doesn't really make sense. Cause I just, I just want to get there as quick as possible. I don't care about sustainability. Cause I think when you're kind of in that pain point, it's just like, you know, how do I get out of here as quickly as possible? But overall, I think it, it, we're really setting this tone and just we cannot say it enough that it really is about creating a lifestyle. So, you know, today's topic, obviously the what health and fitness is really about. Maybe we might sound like a broken record or not, but again, (laughs) sustainability, creating that healthy and balanced lifestyle. And, you know, ultimately it's going to look and feel completely different for every individual. But what we want to bring to light really is the constant yo-yoing the from the diets to the next bandwagon of, of fads and the newest diets or um, exercises and programs. And really, you're just hopping on the next train to get off five steps down the road to hop on another one that gets you 10 steps down the road. And it's like, where is the longevity and what is your end goal? So, you know, when we look at what health and fitness really is, it is about creating and sustaining a healthy and balanced lifestyle versus a quick fix to a means to an end, right? And so that means to an end is kind of that that struggle and that pain point that many of us are either we're in or have have experienced at some point in our life. So again, just we're we're probably gonna sound like this broken record, but please bear with us because the message is so important. Right. And all that train stopping stuff, I feel like I've gone on a million train rides <laughs> in this journey. And uh, it's important too because I think like just for your mental health and what it does to you, I know like I would just beat myself up so much because it was always my fault, right? Like I, why am I like this? Why am I doing this? Why can I only do this for 10 days and not make it a lifestyle? Why can I eat chicken and broccoli every day for every meal and run three miles a day for 30 days, look great? And then like, why can't I keep doing this? Like why can I stop and, and everything? So I think too, it's just finding that, it, not one size fits all kind of for everybody, but understanding yourself, your your triggers, obviously, and something that's sustainable for you to do long term and like making exercise and doing healthy things that serve and fuel your body and making them fun and enjoyable to do. Like, I always looked at it as like a discipline of like, oh, I have to do this because I want to look hot on the beach, you know, and I won't if I don't. So I think it really kind of feel like after having my baby, it made it a little like, it's weird because it made it a little worse, but it made it easier to understand the whole like long-term lifestyle thing because, you know, I'm not 25 anymore. So I can't put on 20 pounds and just lose it right away off chicken and broccoli and run five miles a day because I have a human being to take care of all the time. 
And sometimes I don't forget to eat. And then it's just, you know, whatever I can smash my face real quick. So, you know, finding like those little things that work for you, um, that, that you enjoy doing and working slowly into it. So, I mean, for me this year, I started like running, right. And I didn't start off like going out to run five miles a day, but I found like a cool, like an app I like that kind of slowly eases you back into it. Right. So it's not like all in or nothing like total pendulum. And that I looked forward to doing because it was like therapy almost. Like it feels good doing it. And it's a slow progression that I feel myself getting better, getting faster, being able to run longer each time. And it's building on it and it feels good. Like it builds confidence in myself because I, I just that slow, whatever. Even though weight's not coming off as fast as I want or whatever, I still feel good because there's happiness and that progress of something. So I think we think, you know, what you're talking about too, getting on those trains, like, oh, this, I got to lose 20 pounds and then I got to figure something else out where it's like, just take a nice little, nice little cruise for life, a nice little boat ride or whatever and enjoy it and just keep growing little by little along the way. Get 0.001% better or work towards something. But I mean, that was a total flip in my mindset because I'm so used to all or nothing. I'm so used to five miles a day and do a crazy hit workout or do nothing where I'm like, okay, that doesn't work anymore. Like that, that's not a thing. <laughs> so finding that out and slowly working into something that works, I think. hundred percent. I mean, I mean, Hence the name of my book, Chasing Perfection. I think, as a, I mean, clearly, you know, as a perfectionist, it's it's all or nothing extremes. The the whole black and white mentality, like our food when it comes to our diet, it's either, you know, clean or dirty, healthy or junk, good or bad. And then you throw on like, okay, well, you know, they say you are what you eat, right? So if I'm eating bad, I must be bad. Then slap on some layers of guilt and then, you know, throw on some shame on that too. And then we repeat that cycle. So when we look at it, it's just like a recipe for a failure when we're not in the right mindset of really understanding what our motive is. Why do we need to feel that we need to lose this weight? Why do we need to feel like we have to run? Why why do we have to do whatever it is? But you know, I think for me, my story is like I grew up playing soccer and so running was part of it, but I was I was a very slow runner. I hated running. I absolutely still to this day hate running. <laughs> But I was trying to force myself into running because I thought that was a part of my identity. I thought as a soccer player, I have to be a runner. Then my girlfriends became runners running marathons and half marathons and all all those like thons. And I was just trying to get one mile done on a treadmill. And I, I would just be that girl stomping and pounding and face was beat red and couldn't catch my breath. And then, you know, I'm thinking what is wrong with you? Like, I can't even run. Like, isn't the next step, you know, you crawl, you walk, you run. And so you feeling like a failure that I couldn't even run right. Then slapping on the disordered eating, because it's like, I didn't even know what to eat, how much to eat, how to eat. Then sometimes when it just got so overwhelming, I just said, screw it, I'm not going to eat. And so this would repeat the cycle and exacerbate the overall like theme of constantly reinforcing that failure loop, which caused me to jump onto the next best thing, you know, and especially like how many of us are women are like, Oh, we got a vacation coming up. I have to lose the 10 pounds to get into my bikini. Amen. Right. Bikini or bathing suit, whatever it is. But how would life look different if we didn't even have to lose the weight to get to the, to the, the fun stuff, right? What if we made that a part of our lifestyle where it's just fun to do all the things like eating the foods you love to eat, 
doing the exercises that you enjoy doing, which, you know, for me, I came to terms that I hate running. I'm just not a runner. So why am I trying to force a square peg into a round hole? That's not my identity. That's not what I do. So it took years of trial and error to really find what worked for me. And this is kind of, you know, like what we're doing, we're giving back the, the essentially we're guinea pigging for you. Like those of us who, you know, don't know where to start. I'm like, we probably have done it all. And we have found ways that don't work and ways that have worked. And this is why we're gifting it back here because it's so important. Like I never want to see somebody struggle like I did. I struggled for way too long, way too hard and just beat myself up over and over again. So, you know, really finding, finding the joy in the fun and why you do what you do. And if you're not finding the joy in the fun and what you're doing, question why you're doing it. Why are you trying to lose the X pounds to get in a bikini? What is wrong with your everyday body? Then, you know, if you didn't like that, then really start questioning yourself, why, why, why? And keep going down to really that route that gets you triggered into saying, because somebody told me I wasn't good enough. Somebody told me I wasn't healthy enough. Somebody. And so really, you know, getting to that root of it and funneling back up, but then also identifying that you get to call the shots. This is your life and what is worthy for you and acceptable for you or normal or enough that's on your terms. So, you know, that's kind of it in a nutshell of like that aspect of it, but we'll get into a little bit more of the whole like holistic approach as far as like mind, body, and soul. And soul. Yeah, soul. Um, so important. The soul, we can't leave the soul out because that's basically what we are. I read somewhere that we are just a soul, like a skeleton wearing a meat jacket or something. <laughs> Anyways, so just love your meat jacket of your, of your skeleton. Learn to love it, how we do it. But no, I think everything that you just said is so important too, because if you didn't do all these, you know, swing on these pendulums like I, like myself all these years, then you wouldn't have to worry about, oh, I got to drop this weight for vacation because you're just good. You're always, because it's just lifestyle. It's just part of what you do. It's just the small daily disciplines, but finding those things out for you. So yes, you can find suggestions online and websites and all that kind of stuff, but I mean, to me, it's just like things that make you happy and bring you joy. Like for me, coaching basketball, I run up and down and play with them. So like, it's fun for me because it's twofold because I feel like I get a good workout in because I'm trying to keep up with middle school girls. But so I feel like I'm getting a workout in and I'm doing it, but it's like a double because I feel like it's fulfilling because I'm coaching and giving all that kind of stuff. So you can find areas, things that you enjoy doing that you like, but you can make them be a part of a healthy lifestyle for you. And I just noticed, of all the pendulums, I just noticed no matter whether it's with my relationships or my businesses or anything else in my life, I know that they always seem to be doing better and feel better when I feel better and feel good because I'm being healthy and doing the things that I need to do. Whether I'm dropping a million pounds at five, in one in five days or not, it's, I almost said one hour. That would be cool if I was a million pounds an hour. But you know what I mean? Like just, just be, just be like that and, and being on this slow, this steady, slow and steady. And just knowing like that just because I went out and I worked ha- out hard, really, really hard for one day, one day. And then the next day, the, the scale doesn't reflect that. It doesn't matter because that one day should still feel good because you did something good for yourself, even though you don't see that instant result right away. Right. And, and it's so important, you know, when we show up and do, do the work and, and put in the efforts and, but really actually, you know, take a step back for a minute and, and understanding why it's so important to do that stuff. So really 
finding that joy and finding the fun in fitness is so important. And to really understand that like everything that we need, want, or desire is already found within. And that's really like that concept of getting fit from within. And that really is, you know, it's not so much about our physical appearance anymore. It's really about the, the disciplines, the habits, the behaviors, the emotional triggers, the healing, the the full concept of self-awareness and utilizing those components to help become a better version from the inside out. Therefore, like the body becomes just a byproduct of what the what you work on inside. And that's fit from within mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being while the physical is a reflection of the work done within. So no matter how much you push yourself to get that perfect body or lose those pounds or whatever it is, if what's inside isn't isn't in alignment with what you see on the outside, there's a huge disconnect, which will keep that cycle going. And so that's kind of like, you know, we think about it like that, that trap, right? We talked about it in a previous episode as well, but we fall victim to that trap. So having a full understanding of like where you're coming, where you're starting at, where you're going, it will help bring, you know, just shining light in that, in those whole areas, you know? And so for ways that you can create and manage that and build like a healthy body that's sustainable is really uncovering your why, find foods that you really enjoy eating and having a baseline really. I mean, if you think about like diet, here's how and why all diets work. They create a caloric deficit. That's it, period. Doesn't matter what kind of diet it is. Doesn't matter what somebody is selling you the next best thing. The reason it works is because it cut calories. But if you didn't change your lifestyle, ask yourself, is that diet sustainable for life? If you cannot adhere to eating, I don't know, whatever the next thing is out there, let's just say, uh, for example, keto. It's pretty much high protein, high fat, very minimal carbs, kind of a kind of similar to what Atkins used to be, or very similar in that realm. If you cannot sustain not eating that way forever, then that is not the right diet for you. If you're looking for a balanced diet, then really take it from a, from a standpoint of eating healthy carbs, eating your dense and rich foods from protein, carbs, and fats, and create a balance going forward to that. So again, how all diets work, it, you're either in a deficit, surplus, or maintenance. And so it really comes down to how much you're eating, not exactly what you're eating, but let's look at the baseline of caloric intake. So that can help with you know just really setting the, the tone for that. I have tools that, you know, I have a, a nutrition calculator that will give you an excellent starting point just to get you started as to that's, you know, probably for many women, I don't even know how much to eat. Okay, I got that for you. We're going to put that in the show notes and link it to uh, in the comments below. So that's just a great starting point, knowing where to eat and kind of what to eat if you want to look at uh, protein, carbs, and fats. And then exercise, finding some way to physically move your body daily if possible, but also honor and respect it for rest periods to give Mm -hmm. it the time it needs to really rest and recover. Recovery is so important and it's not overrated. So it doesn't mean that you just keep plowing through and pushing yourself to the ground because eventually, like everything, you're going to hit a breaking point and you you don't want to burn out on that momentum and visit you're going on. So, you know, having those two in alignment, but really managing now your soul, which is your spiritual connection. As Aaron said, we're, we're like a spiritual skeleton wearing a meat jacket, right? <laughs> so, um, but a better one is that we're not human beings living a spiritual existence. We're spiritual beings living a human existence. And so there is a soul that resides in this 
this meat jacket. <laughs> I'm going to keep this <laughs> And, you know, it's so important to really be in tune with what our soul's calling, what our desires are. And that's kind of, you know, really when we look at us from like a self-awareness perspective, that self-reflection, what it means uh, for to really connect with ourselves on a soul level, whether that's through meditation, prayer, devotionals, journaling, it walks with nature, whatever that may be, something that really lights your soul on fire, that gives you that quiet time, that allows you to tune in and hear those whispers amongst that negative chatter, or even just that loud clamor that we hear every single day. But having those those key components, mind, body, and soul, could set you up for that long-term longevity, which leads to that sustainability. But it really is about finding what works for you that you can enjoy and sustain over the long-term. Perfect. I think that's a wrap, dude. That was perfect. You always come in through these powerful uh, moments that there's just nothing more to add on to. I think. <laughs> perfect. Take care of your meat jackets. Take care of your skeletons in your souls. <laughs> and sustainability. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so we just have still, we're just halfway through this series. So there's a lot more of this to come and each week builds upon each week. Um, it goes a little deeper. And as we go deeper, um, that's where Rachel comes more into play. So yeah, so you gotta hang hang with us because we're, you know, we're kind of at this this middle point now. We're six weeks out of our 12-week journey. And it really is now helping again to kind of recap for the uh, first six weeks, really shine that light on awareness, questioning yourself, where do these beliefs come from, getting in tune with, you know, what you deem is like worthy, normal and acceptable, kind of that regard and kind of, uh, again, asking yourself where that came from. But really the journey of self-discovery is is found in our health and fitness because it, it does connect our mind, body and soul. And so now being at week six, you know, going forward, we're going to cover more of how to lean into that lifestyle, how to let go and really step into who you're created to be versus trying to fix something that was, you know, somebody or something had told you you shouldn't be. And we're going to move this needle from feeling not enough to being enough in who you are and whose you are. So stick with us. This is something I'm passionate about. I know Aaron's passionate about too. And, uh, you know, we love serving and just counting, it, just giving back overall to all of you because it's so needed and so important. And first and foremost, I needed it for me. So this is my, my giving back because I know it was needed then. So catch you on the next episode. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.